On this episode of The Playbook, I have the extraordinary running back from the Los Angeles Chargers, Austin Eckler, and we're going to talk about Gridiron Gaming Group and his foundation and the importance of consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential. Join me for all of this and more on The Playbook. This is The Playbook, where I give you access each week to the world's greatest athletes and executives about their personal and professional playbook and what has made them champions on and off the field. This is The Playbook. I have a surprise entrepreneur. I'm a homer. So Austin Eckler, running back, superstar for the Los Angeles Chargers. Welcome to The Playbook. Hey, I appreciate it, David. Thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to it. You know, this is so exciting for me, not just because obviously I'm always partial to my Los Angeles Chargers, but more importantly, you and I share so many similar interests off the field. Um, number one, I'm going to start with what's most important to me is philanthropy. When I ran Lee Steinberg, the big sports agency, every athlete of ours had to have a charitable purpose or cause, or we wouldn't even represent them. So I'm always amazed when there's not a requirement, uh, when a young athlete really has a bigger vision of their life than just, you know, being an incredible, uh, running back or incredible NFL star, you know, on starting that foundation, you have so many things that you were dealing with. It's not like you were the number one pick out of the draft. You had all of these question marks in your future, but yet you somehow saw the importance of building the Austin Eckler foundation. What for you was the motivation or inspiration between starting your foundation? Yeah. You know, David, I think, I think it's just because I never lost, lost touch with that kid that I used to be uh, growing up, kind of looking up and thinking, wow, this is bigger than me. Um, just my dreams were huge. It seemed like it was out of reach. And I think I never lost touch with that. And now that I've, I'm in it, you know, I'm, I've made those goals, made those accomplishments. And now I'm, I'm find myself, you know, having success with it as well. I, I really never forget that kid that I used to be thinking like, Hey, like, like I I'm working towards it, but I don't know if it's realistic or not if I could do it. And that's, what's really driven me to start the Austin Eckler foundation. And with my foundation, what I'm really trying to do is keep kids' dreams alive to encourage the passions, encourage them to, to express themselves. And I'm doing that by providing them resources. Um, the project that I've done so far, uh, for me, that, that resource was the gym growing up. Um, that's just one of my personal resources. I've ventured out further because I understand a lot of kids are into different things. Um, not just kids, like just people in general, just usually the younger generation, because that's when you're really aspiring to see, okay, what do I want to do with my life? Um, so I built a, a weight room for Santa Barbara High School um, that resonates with me because that's where I learned um, how to you know, work hard, where I learned you know, social skills. Um, you know, I, I just learned so many just things that are able to transfer over into my older life that I still see myself using today. Um, and then that's what I want to do with the foundation. It's provide resources. So there's another project that I'm working on. Um, it's, I can't get too deep into it because it's not finalized yet, but it'll be a, a, a nationwide project that's really going to help kids be able to express themselves, be able to show their passions and just, just learn about themselves and other kids in general. Uh, and that's really what I'm trying to do because for me, it's, I see my, my story as kind of, you know, I was, a, I was the underdog, right? I came from a really, really two stoplight town, right? There's two stoplights in my town. There's 5,000 people. And it's crazy. Cause actually a buddy of mine that I graduated high school from also plays for the Raiders. Um, we're best friends. We've been best friends forever. So two small town kids ended up making it to the NFL, but 
you know, we had very limited resources, limited connections. I went to a division two school that was basically just uh, a college level high school type atmosphere. You know, we had like maybe a couple hundred people in our stands during our game. Um, and so it just seemed like I just, I didn't get distracted by that. Like I didn't get distracted by that. I just kept just focusing on the, what was in front of me. And I kept trying to take advantage of the opportunities that I had in front of me. And now I see myself having success in this. And so now I'm basically trying to, with my foundation, help that person that I used to be have that same route, you know, and now I'm older. So now I'm trying to spread the love throughout the entire United States and maybe globally someday, but I'm just trying to show kids and just show younger generations that, Hey, here's some resources, use them, find out what you want to do in the future. You know what's so remarkable about, I've been around this game for a long time, dealt with so many athletes, celebrities, entertainers, billionaires, millionaires, and entrepreneurs within the game. And a lot of people tie their name to a foundation. They show up to an event, but they have so many different other people that are truly doing and integrating the work. And yet looking at what you're doing is so hands-on, including, you know, you're creating your own six-step process of the lessons that you've learned through your experience. You know, I totally identify, I was a, unlike you, an average division three football player at Occidental college. Uh, so, you know, know what it's like to play in front of nobody with nobody, except, including some <laughs> freshman year, your coach is not even knowing your name. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that I saw that you instituted uh, when you made the league, uh, which in itself coming from division two, I want to uh, explain to a lot of people who may not understand the odds of making the NFL from a division two school. Uh, they're extremely uh, big odds and you made the team, but you also did something that I encourage so many people to do. You went to coach Lynn, uh, you know, who's a friend of mine. And you asked him, you know, as you were trying out for the team, what do you need to do? to make the team. And just like coach Lynn, he actually gave you some things to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, unlike other people, you actually did them. Do you remember any, any of those things that he told you? Yeah. Yeah. I remember all of them <laughs> directly. Uh, he told me first, uh, well, first of all, I was so nervous when I did it. Cause I, I just wanted to make sure I took advantage of every opportunity. I was like, okay, I gotta go ask coach Lynn. I remember I, I like walked in the room. I was just so nervous. Cause I had never talked to him before. And so I remember I just was trying to, say something. I was like, I like your coaching style. Like I, that's the first <laughs> thing that came out of my mouth. Like some just jumbo. Uh, but did, really, did, did was, he know, did he know who you are? Like he had no idea. Yeah. He had no idea who I was. I wore number three. Like, yeah. There's 90 guys in camp. He only knows like the real starters. It's his first year there. So he hasn't built a connection. It was my first year. He had no idea until I was, until I made the team um, is what he even told me. He never came out and said it, but I, I, I remember he said, you got to protect the quarterback. Uh, don't fumble and go talk to a coach Stu who was our special teams coordinator. And so that's, he's like, that's how you're going to make the team. Um, you got to go talk to coach Stu. You got to make it on special teams. Cause we already had our starter uh, running back and that was the position I played. And I was six string coming in. So there's not many six strings that make the team. So that's what I did. Went over to talk to coach Stu and had the same conversation and got more into it. What do you think it was? You know, I always say the common denominator between the hyper successful people like yourself uh, and all the others in all the industries is a desire that you must be what you can be, regardless of what other people think you can be. And I see that represents you so much in your entire career that you don't listen to what other people say about you. And I'm sure from high school on, you've had plenty of people that say you can't do this you won't do this yeah. uh, what is it that gives you that desire for me like do you always hear that story like people tell you, you can't see for me i never had that situation because i drowned those people out like 
you if if you weren't with me in my little circle my circle was very air sealed like it was almost impossible to get into my circle my circle was included just people that i had in sports around me usually my teammates um not very many times it was anyone outside of that and so all of us as on the team we're working towards a greater goal and if you were on as far as my mindset and my wavelength of how hard i, I think you should be working because how hard i'm working and i'm trying to push you and you need to push me then i didn't i didn't associate myself with you so i never had the people that told me that i couldn't do something i can't do that i only had people around me that helped support me and that's what i think helped me stay motivated and focused because I, I didn't have time to mess around with people that were just doubting me like you're just dra you're just like trying to hitch onto my wheel my wagon you know i, I can't carry you too you know i need people to uplift me and so i think that's what's really put my mindset in a place where it is today because i dropped everything and just really focus on what my passions are even back to high school and in college and then if you do that it's going to allow you to stay motivated it's going to allow you not to get distracted and stay on track and really achieve the things at least make some type of progress towards the things you want to do you know in every athlete's life uh we have to also transition from the field especially in football the field into the business world, the philanthropy world, et cetera. And you're laying the groundwork while you're playing. Um, but it does take, you know, I remember my freshman year in college, I got ran over by Christian Okoye. And my mom's favorite piece of advice was doctor, lawyer, or failure. And that's what went through, that's what went through my head when I was lying there. So that's when I always say I started planning uh, for a second uh, backup choice because I was like you. There was nothing going to stop me except for talent uh, to getting to the NFL. Right. And eventually that's what uh, actually stopped me. Um, but moreover, you know, looking at that, you know, future, you, you signed a big deal in March. Um, and there is always a risk for people like you and I that when we actually accomplish something that we don't continue doing the things that, that we're supposed to do. Now, I know you're probably the strongest running back in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You're a big weightlifter. You extract incredible talent and a huge heart. Um, was there any letdown or, 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 or any of, you know, of a, an empty feeling when you actually, you know, finally are the starter, you sign a big deal, you know, your dreams come true in essence, you've attached your emotions to this outcome for so long. Was there any sort of letdown or, or, or uh, understanding of that moment for you? For me, the moment it became, it became a moment that I feel like I, it was coming for me. Like I felt like it was part of my, my path almost. Uh, my, I believe my path is bigger than football. Um, football is just a piece and it's a platform that I'm using to help uh, get to my journey, which I believe is helping, helping this earth. I'm trying to leave it a better place than I, than I came. I'm really trying to help people understand that they can really achieve and be in the parts of their passion. So I feel like this moment was really his time was like, Hey, the spotlight is now on you in Los Angeles, one of the biggest markets in the world. And now you're going to be here for a few years. Now it's your time to, you know, obviously leave an impact on, you know, the team and what I'm doing outside of the league as well and show others that, Hey, like this is, this is a way that we can all work together and just grow together. I feel like with my contract, it was, it wasn't like a letdown or anything like that. It was actually like really inspiring for me. Cause it was like, Hey, like I'm, I'm still pushing. I'm still going. Like I'm still, I feel like I'm still on my path to, you know, achieving what I'm really passionate about. And that's with the Austin Eckler foundation, trying to provide those resources to communities. 
That is awesome. And then there's another interest that you and I share in the gaming world. You created what I call the Triple G, the Gridiron Gaming Group, mm -hmm. uh, a streaming uh, company and, and group of athletes and individuals. You also own a franchise like I do, the Fan Control Football League franchise of the Wild Aces. Um, for you, what was the interest that you have, you know, in gaming and what parallels from the capabilities you have from all your on-field experiences now to transition them to a streaming world. Right. So you're going to find out with me just in the short, uh, you know, time we have together, but I also am trying to help people in gridiron gaming as well. Like that's, it's, it's about the community involvement for me there. Like that, I, I didn't start it to make money. I started it because for me, I started streaming because COVID started ha happening. Everything started shutting down. I needed a way to connect with my community and really show that, hey, like I care about you guys. I love you guys. I want to support you guys like you guys support me and give back. You know, you always have to give back to the community. If you don't, you're going to be forgotten. They're going to push you under the rug. Um, and so it was a way for me to get myself in front of people. And I was having so much fun with it. I was making a lot of connections. I was getting brand deals, things like that, like just things that I never would have gotten into. And I was like, other people can do this. And that's why I started Gridiron Gaming Group to start a community of people that are already on Twitch, but kind of show them the ropes as far as what I'm doing that's had success as far as building my brand, reaching out to community members, getting them excited about a space where they can really interact on a personal level and see you outside of your, your sport or whatever you're doing. And also, you know, it's, it's a way to, you know, also make money on the side. Um, but like anything, if you go into it trying to make money at the beginning, like it's usually not going to work and get burnt out. And so that's it's always been about community involvement. That's why I continue to grow with more people and just, I bring in people that are positive, that want to reach out, want to try to grow them, their brand. You know, it's uh, very similar to the way I built my brand and my community with the intention of empowering over a billion people to be happy. I consider you one of my 1000 to empower a thousand to empower a thousand. So we create this collective consciousness of the capabilities that we want people to have, being able to believe in the possibilities and the impossibilities uh, to empower them to follow their dreams. And you're providing the resources to do that. Um, both, you know, when I started in this space, it became unfathomable of the power of the streaming community it, 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 and the opportunity. So although we went into it for the right cause and purpose, uh, what to you lesson wise did you learn about the size, scope and scale and capability of a streaming community compared to even, you know, being a professional football player and a star of the Chargers? You know, it, when I stepped into the realm of that world, I'm still blown away after 30 years of branding people, you know, the Troy Aikmans, the Warren Moons, you know, and these guys, I walk into it. I'm like, holy moly, like. It's incredible how big this is. What lessons have you learned about the power of that community compared to, you know, even the traditional community that you built? Right. Well, I, I start to see, you know, with society, we have like these turnovers. We have trends that start to turn over. Generations start getting older. And so why I see it so big is because we have this younger generation that grew up with technology that's starting to get older. They're starting to be, you know, late teenagers, early 20s. And so their type of content they're looking for is different than, you know, the people in their 30s and 40s right now who had traditional like TV, news, things like that. Those are starting to like kind of funnel out. Now it's starting to get like the technological age is starting to get older. So video games are becoming more relevant relevant you know streamings become more relevant like look at like hulu netflix all these other like actual streaming like tv platforms are becoming the mainstream thing and so you just if you look at trends as far as how the how the earth works as far as just maturing and 
growing. Now you're seeing the technological age. That's why streaming and especially on like me streaming on Twitch is more relevant today. And it's more popular. If I would have been doing this, you know, 10 years ago, they'd be like, what do you do? You know, like what, the, but now it's like, Oh yeah, you're on Twitch. Okay. That's cool. Like, let me tune in. Um, so that's why I see and it's a deeper connection too. So it's a different, it's a different type of content. And so that's why I think it's so much bigger and you can do anything. Like I literally was just streaming a workout, um, that I was doing right before this, this podcast. Like I set up my little tripod, put my phone in there and I just record. And I had like a hundred and something people just in there, just watching me. Like there's people just are looking for like different types of ways to connect. And that's what streaming, that's why it's been so big. It's amazing. Last topic I have to touch because it's so important to me and you and I share this one is uh, sleep. I actually changed my perspective of man-made constructive calendar. So I start my day at 9 p.m. So I, I say my tomorrow starts today, but it's not that I wake up at 9 p.m. It's that I utilize an unwinding routine so that I can maximize the recovery of my body, but also take advantage of a clear connection subconsciously and unconsciously to what I consider to be this huge source of, you know, light, love, lessons, this unbelievable power that, you know, really fuels me. And I start my day at 4 a.m. at a different place than most people start their 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 next day, their man-made construct day. I know sleep is extremely important to you. Both of us do stuff with sleep number. Uh, um, for you, when did that idea or understanding of the importance of sleep and what do you do specifically uh, to help recover so quickly, which is so essential in what you do? For me, sleep became really real as far as the importance of it uh, when I got into the NFL. Uh, and the reason behind that is because we go like 11, 12 hour days as far as just meetings, practices, workouts, uh, you know, film studies, you know, coming home. And yeah, be careful. Know. Be careful what you uh, wish for, kids. Now you're getting the real. All, <laughs> okay. all you see is game day. Like Marcellus yeah. Wiley told me, I play the game for free. They pay me for all this other stuff. <laughs> right. That's a good point. Yeah. All the work behind the scenes is brutal on the body and brutal on your mind, too. Mainly the mind. Like your body is going to make it through, but you need sleep because to rejuvenate. And so that's where. Um, I really found out, Hey, I actually need to get into a routine and sleep was a big part of the routine. Like I need to be in bed at 10 o'clock so I can wake up at 6am so I can get my day started. So I can get my full eight hours in, because if I don't get my full eight hours in, I'm going to be dragging the next morning. And then in the NFL, if you're dragging, you don't have time because then boom, you get one play of practice. If they don't like that play, that play is not going in. Now you lost an opportunity. And it literally is like that. Like, especially with a new coaching staff, if you're a young player, you're not established. Um, like I have been in the past, um, it's like, hey, you, I don't have any time to mess up. So I got to make sure I'm refreshed. I make sure my mind is sharp. And so sleep, especially with sleep number uh, coming in. I love my sleep number bed. I check my score every morning. How did I sleep? It tells you like, you know, when you're restless <laughs> and enough, stuff like that. Um, uh, so I've been killing it, you know, keeping my score up. Uh, it's easy to track. So shout out to sleep number. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been just part of the routine is being a pro. That's, that's one thing you learn when you come into the NFL, how to be a pro. And it's all about your routine. Well, I may be completely biased, but I think you are part of what's going to be one of the greatest backfields uh, in the NFL next year and for future years to come, uh, especially with your boy Herbert there. It's going yeah. to be an incredible season, and I can't wait to look and see you on the sidelines in person this year. Uh, now that we're opening things up, it's going to be incredible. Make sure that you check out the Gridiron Gaining Group. Make sure we all support 
Austin Eckler's foundation to help more kids live in the way that Austin's live to reach their potential. Uh, you are a testament to the idea of enjoying the consistent everyday, persistent without quit pursuit of your potential. And it's just amazing what you're able to do on and off the field uh, and how important sleep is to that as well. So Austin, I appreciate your time, my friend. Yeah. An incredible. Hey, if, I could, if I could leave with one thing, please um, just one, one word of mindset that I like to give to every, everyone I talk to is so that's trying to be an entrepreneur, trying to figure out what they want to do in life. Find, find things that you're passionate about. It might be one thing. It might be a couple of things and immerse yourself into those things. And what I mean by that is learn as much as you can about it, be around those types of people that are already doing it and just put yourself into that world. And you do that. Don't worry about the money because the money will come. You just learn, connect, and just get in there. Because if you get into that industry or whatever that, that, that service, the art, whatever it is, just put yourself into it and then worry about, you know, making your finances down the road, but you need to get yourself into it. Cause then you won't get burnt out. You'll stay motivated. You'll have people to bounce the ideas off of that'll become your culture, become your life. It'll become your mindset of how to really move in that space. And that's what I love to leave entrepreneurs with. They always ask for, like, don't, don't worry about the money. If you come into something worried about the money, you're going to get burnt out because you're not going to make money at first and you're going to get discouraged and you're going to be like, dang, I suck. No, you don't suck. You just, you just went about it backwards. And so that's one thing I like to leave all entrepreneurs, everyone out there trying to grow themselves and trying to really find what they want to do. And I appreciate you, David, for having me on and let me uh, speak my mind. Oh, you're amazing, man. What amazing advice. And you are a testament to one of my best pieces of advice, which is be kind to your future self by doing good deeds and keep on doing all those good deeds, my brother. I'm so proud Thank of you. you anything I can do to help you. This is the incredible Austin Eckler, superstar running back for the Los Angeles Chargers, Gridiron Gaming Group, and the Austin Eckler Foundation here with David Meltzer, Entrepreneurs, The Playbook.